Welcome to the third episode of the Ambiguous Podcast. Hi guys. Thank you for joining us. We're so excited to have some more listeners this time. I know, we're almost, we have like 80 listens so far. I love that. streams. Thank you so much for all your support. I've been getting a lot of messages lately of people telling me that they're listening to the podcast and it makes me so happy. Aww. I love it. So I was reading the news the other day, mm-hmm. and they were talking about COVID vaccines in Canada. And so, of course, there are vaccines coming from Pfizer and Moderna. And so the way that they've decided to administer the fa- vaccines is to give priority to certain people. Let's say it's like frontline workers, doctors, nurses, um, paramedics, and then, and then elderly. Yeah, then elderly and The list goes on and on and on, right? And so based off of your demographic, they were saying that you can find out roughly when you would be getting your vaccine. And so based off of the calculations in our demographic, it seems as though we would probably be getting vaccines probably sometime this fall, which sounds nice. But realistically, I think it's actually going to get pushed because they did some um, research and they were putting out numbers. They said that 2% of the Canadian population is vaccinated right now. Oh and my gosh. already we're running out of vaccines. So I think we're going to be inside for a little while longer. At least 2022. Yeah, I had a feeling. Honestly, it might even go until 2023. Who knows, really? But, yeah. Do you know about that app called Clubhouse that everyone's talking about? Yeah. What is it? So, basically, it's this new social media app that is based in audio. And the whole point is that it's invite-only. It's exclusive. The whole point is that you join hangout rooms. And they're hosted by people. They're people who join in. And you kind of all just chat. And it's by audio only. So it's like a phone call? Kind of. On an app. A phone call on an app. Yeah. So the whole thing is that um, you're supposed to be able to have access to really interesting people, very successful people, as well as the chance to meet new people. So, like, there's so many different types of rooms. Like, I have friends who've been posting about it, saying that they're in a room about uh, learning a new language, I know someone who is a um, a founder of a media influencer company, and so she hosts a room, like a chat with other female entrepreneurs, like every week. Mm. All different types of topics, all different um, areas of interest. So it's pretty cool. And I've just been seeing so much about it online. I see so many screenshots on my Instagram stories. People are posting like crazy. The only thing is... It's invite only, and right now they only have the iPhone app, and so people who have Android don't have access to it. Like, for example, I got an invite about two, three weeks ago, and I really wanted to join, but I wasn't able to because I have a Google Pixel. That's really frustrating. Um, But also, why is it invite only? Because they want to seem exclusive. That, that (laughs) That sounds so odd to me. Why? I don't know, it just, like, why do you have to make everything exclusive? Why can't you just be inclusive? Mm. Mm. Snaps for that. 
<laughs> it kind of rhymed, so that's why I liked it. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm a little irritated that you're starting in like a beta testing, and at the very least, you could have included Android users, but you chose not to. And I remember tweeting about it to them, and I was pretty angry. I said, hey, I think this is pretty like not fair and not very thoughtful of you to not include Android users because they make up a, about 50% of like mobile users in the world. Yeah. And so they, they came out with a release, a press release the other day saying, oh, we're working on it now. Okay, fine. You started your company in April of 2020 and you had all this time. Why wouldn't you just launch it allowing both you users? should. They should have. That would let you get more users anyways. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's so weird. So I'm a little bit irritated, but like, what are you that do? makes me seem like it's so like posh. Yeah, I don't like that. Kind of makes me feel uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. then when you think about things like other apps like Twitter and TikTok, it seems so like real and authentic. Mm-hmm. But then Clubhouse is almost like Instagram in the way like, oh, it's kind of like snobby and exclusive. Yeah. The fact that it's invite only makes it exclusive. That ropes me the wrong way. Hmm. I agree. So something else that I wanted to talk about uh, that's happening in the news is the farmers protest that's happening in India. So I don't know if all of our listeners know about this. So if this is the first time you're hearing about the farmers protest, this is something that's really important that's happening in the world and not a lot of people know about it. And I really want to spread the knowledge and try to help people learn about it and understand about it so basically the farmers are protesting in india because of the introduction of three new bills which will hurt them and in their agricultural business and so they have come all the way from the state of punjab and they made their way all all the way to uh, new delhi and they're protesting in front of parliament in the Indian government to let them know that this is not okay. This is their livelihood. This is how they make their living. This is how generations of families make a living and how that's what they've done for years and years. And the introduction of these bills can hurt them, especially when it comes to big, large farming corporations. And you have these corporate farms versus these family farms. Like at this point where there are people who are committing suicide for the life insurance money so that they they can feed their families. And it's just really hard to watch and very hard that you can't be there to help them do much. So at the very least, I really want to help spread awareness so people can educate themselves and be aware of what's happening. They have been protesting since November of 2020 and the Indian government has not... Um, been putting aside time to listen to them they blocked out cell towers they blocked out internet coverage there so that they couldn't tweet about what was happening they were arresting journalists who chose to write about it and spread the word about it and they're silencing people and it's just such a frustrating thing and i really want people to know about it because then we can talk about it and then we can spread more awareness more people will know about it and then they can't ignore it snaps for that (laughs) Uh, yeah it's really important to talk about especially since we are indian and even though we live in canada it's obviously important to talk about and be aware i think what really puts it in perspective is a lot of people online have been kind of saying this saying where they say no farmers no food and honestly food right now is really important yeah like 
even if it's that protest wasn't even happening in India, it would be important for farmers anywhere because like you need crops to make food to eat, right? And so much of our food is imported anyways. Yeah. So it affects all of us around the world. The Indian farmers, they provide so much food to the world, including rice, including turmeric, which we call haldi. There's so many Indian spices, it's ridiculous. Mhm. And just think about how the world would be so different if you didn't have like access to all these things. So I really encourage people to get online, talk about this, do your research, advocate for them, sign petitions, anything you can. Donate. There's this really great organization called Kalsa Aid, and um, it's spelled K-H-A-L-S-A, Aid, A-I-D. Um, and so they're an international organization, and they are donating um, their time, they're donating resources to the people who are protesting, like food, water, all that kind of stuff. That's really good. On to our entertainment section. Um, we watched the Super Bowl halftime performance this weekend by the weekend. <laughs> and it was interesting to say the least. So why do you say that? It I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. It he just seemed not himself almost. Or maybe I'm just used to his performances from a few years ago. I don't know, he just seemed more authentic a few years ago, but obviously that was because he wasn't, like, as big and upcoming. The performance was pretty good. It had a good level of wow factor because he had so many people in his performance. Like, apparently he had hired over a thousand people that, like, crew and dancers and, like, performers. And apparently he had used $7 million of his own money just to like put into that performance like the staging the lighting all that stuff oh my gosh which i don't really know I, what that's about i personally don't think it had a wow factor especially when you compare it to the 2020 performance by jlo and shakira i feel like that one was like really really well done but the weekend one just kind of fell flat for me like the ambience was kind of nice but then when he went into the mirrors the tunnel of mirrors mm -hmm. it got kind of weird and then he was like kind of manhandling the camera and it kind of looked like he was pushing me <laughs> and, and like you know what i mean yeah there's memes all over twitter and tiktok it's so funny it was so um so fast too the memes that were on twitter it's so fast to come up with memes it was like instant i remember i was i was on twitter as soon as it happened and yeah I was like, wow okay probably that night Definitely not at night. No, it was within five minutes. Oh, oh that's, that's what really I mean really fast. That's really fast. But yeah, it was, it was interesting. You know what was kind of irritating, though? Like, when you look at the, the audience? audience, you see so many lights, and you think, wow, why is there so many people there? And then my mom was sitting there, and she said, oh, no, most of them are cardboard cutouts. Like, they only had healthcare workers come, and they were gifted the spots, and then everyone who had at anyone who was there was only allowed if you had vaccines, if you had been vaccinated. Hmm. But why do they even need cardboard cutouts? Like, we know that it's times of COVID, so you don't need to make it look full. Yeah, like, they were just kind of like, it's for show, but like, eh. It's just upsetting because I've seen so many tweets and even personally speaking because I, I'm a COVID grad, I graduated in 2020, but I didn't get a graduation, I didn't get a convocation ceremony, but then they do this, the Super Bowl, and even if they are vaccinated, 
it's still people there and people are you know people are getting covid even if they are vaccinated yeah the the main thing is people don't realize that even if you are vaccinated it doesn't prevent you from getting covid it kind of helps with the symptoms that it's not as intense as it could have been i don't know anymore it's frustrating i saw someone tweet before the, the super bowl and she said please don't make this super spreader super bowl please stay home and I was like, yes, that's exactly the kind of mentality we need. Oh, but I guarantee you there's probably so many parties in the U.S. So many people. And they're just not listening. Like, we were having this conversation with our cousin the other day. And we were talking about how frustrating it is that people are choosing to go out. They're choosing to go to other people's houses, go out in public, when you very well could be staying home. And it's just frustrating that you're choosing to do this when you know that you should be like at home to for the safety of other people it's just selfish 100 percent. there's literally no excuse i don't know what you could say that would excuse you the, yeah there's no reason that you need to be going outside and outside and partying no or one, go to someone's house yeah no one needs to travel no one needs to party no one needs to hang out with people i understand it's hard on people's mental health it's hard on all of us though mm-hmm. so you know what was really good? I saw a Ontario government commercial mm-hmm. during the Super Bowl, and it was really well done. What they had done is they showed a scene of, like, six people all sitting around a table at, at a dinner party, and they were just like, hey, like, eating food, ha, 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 having a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to a person in the emergency room getting put on a ventilator, oh. and they said, it's not worth it. That's powerful. And then they showed scene, They showed a few clips of healthcare workers who were in those hazmat suits with the mask, and she had taken off the mask, and she had basically stitches or, like, really strong lines into her face yeah. because she was wearing the mask so tight and for so long. Yeah. And she was exhausted, that I poor healthcare so worker. Bad. And so basically they're showing the parallels. You going out and having a nice time for one night is not worth spreading the virus to someone else you can honestly kill people by you going oh you can be asymptomatic and not know it not know that you have it and give it to someone else and they could die from it it's just unbelievably frustrating so since we are home what has been some of the things you've been watching to kind of keep yourself sane (laughs) i watched this show called grand army Mm -hmm. and i really loved it It was about these teenagers who grew up in New York City and they, it's like their high school life and their personal lives and each character kind of has their own story but they're all intertwined because they go to the same school. But the writing is just so well done. I just feel like writing TV shows in 2021, it's, it's difficult because there's some writers that think that they know teenage slang but they don't and then it just ends up being cringy but this one was like spot on like it wasn't cringy to watch it was like oh wow like that's how i would talk or props to them yeah and they talked about a lot of like really good issues like um identifying your sexuality or um rape culture and your identity and being a black individual in this day so it's a really really well done show so where can people watch it on netflix nice yeah i think it's a netflix original yeah it is it is yeah i i can't wait until season two i've been watching 
some reality TV shows like Bling Empire. How is it? It's pretty good. Um, so someone had compared it. They said that Singapore Social and Bling Empire are kind of in the same realms. Um, I hadn't watched either when I was watching this. I was just kind of on a reality show binge because I was watching like Family Karma, Selling Sunset, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so this one was pretty good. It was a little slow, but I really liked the fact that it was good representation. That's good. Like for the Asian community. Like yeah. I can't speak for that exact community, but... East Asian specifically. East Asian specifically. And um, I think they did a pretty good job. I think I've heard mixed reviews on it. Yeah, like, the story was a little slow. Like, you can tell when you watch a reality show, they're, like, really, like, milking this one section. Mm. And you're just like, okay, can we move on? <laughs> like, I understand you're struggling in this one department, but, like, I would really like to see something a little more, like, exciting. You're like, move on to the next character. Yeah, move on to the next character, right? Yeah. And you can you can feel that certain characters are, like, carry the show a little more than others. Yeah. And they weren't focusing on those characters. I can tell that they filmed the show in 2019 i think or 2018 because the first episode was about chinese new year and like some people were saying oh so what are you hoping for in 2019 what are you hoping for Uh, so i think it was kind of like end of 2018 and beginning of 2019 and they continued on wait did it air in in 2019 no it aired recently oh they just kind of like hung on to it that's they chose not to air it in 2020, or I guess they kind of did air it at the end of 2020. Yeah, but the end, that's like a year later. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It is that interesting. That they wouldn't change. Like, I mean, if they really wanted to, they could dub a voiceover and be like, oh, what are you hoping for in 2021? Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty good. So I've also been really liking the show called Ted Lasso that I've been watching on Apple TV+. And it's based off of this character that... Jason Sudeikis made on SNL and they kind of like fleshed it out and made a whole series based off of it and it's basically a f- an American football coach was brought on to coach UK football like British football a totally different sport and it's really interesting it's very cute and I would highly recommend watching it hmm maybe I'll give it a go give it a go give it a go <laughs> You know what I'm really excited to watch this weekend? What? To all the boys I've loved before, always and forever. Yes. I'm the, so excited for that one. The third and final film. That's going to be our Valentine's Day plans? Yeah, because it comes out this weekend and Valentine's Day is next week, so. Mm-hmm. We've watched the first two together, too. Yeah, the, the first one I really enjoyed. The second one was all right. Yeah, it, it fell short, for sure. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. But I, I have higher hopes for this one. I'm really hoping so. Especially because Jenny Han is such a good writer. I was watching on TikTok, there was this girl talking about Jenny Han and her other books. And she had said that she's read all her books and she really loved The Summer I Turned Pretty. And she said it was such a good book that she really hopes that it turns into a movie as well. And then this week, Jenny Han said that she signed a deal with Amazon Prime. So Ooh. that one's going to turn into a movie too. Nice. So I'm excited to watch that soon. I feel like I remember that book being popular when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Like a few years ago. Do you think you read it? No, I definitely didn't read it. <laughs> but I should. You know which TikTok trend I really like? The one that, like, you're kind of, like, hitting the screen and she's like, oh. I'm so pretty. 
and you like that i think that's what it is i don't know the artist's name no they they do it to the beat first mm-hmm. and then on the last one they're like i'm so pretty and you like that i love it i have a lot of friends who've been uh, posting like with that sound yeah and i'm like yes they look so good yeah because they all have like their makeup done after it but mm-hmm. like before you're obviously like not all dolled up yet mm-hmm. i love it we've also been seeing the feta pasta trend going around mm-hmm. i really want to try that but i saw some comments being like that looks disgusting and then then i feel bad i'm like oh should i not try it i saw one of them with a twist and they used the borson cheese i sent that to you <laughs> Yeah, I really like it. I saw it because you sent it to me. Okay. I kind of want to try it with that one because it'll be a little creamier. I don't know. It, I, mm, maybe. I also saw ones where they blended them too after they roasted yeah, it. Yeah, people which I'm have down been for. Blending it too to make it like smooth because they're like, oh, I don't want it chunky, which I get. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people were like, oh, feta tastes better cold. Like it's not meant to be cooked like that, which I get. Mm. I've also been loving the typing trend on TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did a really good one, but Halsey. I did one. Check out my TikTok, at Cashwani with seven Ys. Oh, my gosh. Shameless <laughs> um, plug. Shameless self-promote. Yeah, so I typed, guys, Halsey is pregnant. Do you, Does that mean that her baby's going to cry in cursive? Because or... <laughs> I hope people get that reference, that, like, she sings in cursive. Otherwise, never mind. Also, there's been a lot of Starbucks drinks trending on TikTok, so we thought we'd try them. So we tried out the pistachio latte. That one's not trending, but it's just a limited time one. Um, it was pretty good. I'd probably give it like a 6 out of 10. I felt like there was no pistachio flavor in it. It that's, just tastes like a regular latte. That's why I have to give it a six. Because I didn't taste any pistachio. It just tasted like a regular coffee. When I drank it, I was like, where's the flavor? Where's the flavor? <laughs> you tried another one too, right? We also tried the Blossoming Rose Latte. And negative five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Would not recommend. It was so bad. Wait, that one also was not a TikTok one drink so my bad (laughs) that was just a valentine's day promo when you were ordering it you saw it and you were like yes i need to get that too because rose tastes so good like we have this indian drink called faluda Mm -hmm. and that's amazing but this just i was really hoping it would taste like faluda like that kind of rose but honestly when i took a sip out of it the rose flavoring that they used it reminded me of like bath and body works like british rose like hand cream <laughs> and i was like drinking i'm like this this tastes weird i don't like this i didn't even taste any rose it was okay but it was a mixture of rose rhubarb and some kind of tea i don't know if wait maybe the rhubarb was in the tea i don't know but it did not smell or taste good and i just hated it like i actually wanted to throw up mm-hmm. so i don't recommend that one yeah we're definitely gonna have to try some new tiktok drinks yeah, but I, I do want to try the matcha, the matcha drink. What's it called? Matcha? I think it's called moon. Matcha Moon. Yeah, Matcha Moon. People are like, oh, it tastes like the moon. But I'm like, how do you know what the moon tastes like, you know? But one thing I'm a little frustrated with is that the drink requires you to have pumps of chai, like the chai flavor. I've never heard of a pump of chai. Like, that's what's in the recipe. And the thing is, I we know. don't have chai, like, flavoring. Oh, we were looking on Canada. the app and 
part of the like pump flavors chai is not part of it but maybe if we go through the drive-through we can see if they have it because i have a friend who like lives near me and she got it all right we're gonna have to ask her how she got it yeah like what she ordered yeah so i've been doing a lot of cooking this last two weeks and one of my favorite recipes that i tried was this chicken pakora recipe and so if anyone out there loves hakka food this recipe is so good it was um by a local youtuber her name is vijaya i think her last name is Raju. um she's on youtube if you search up chicken pakoras with the word hakka there it will come up as like the first hit it was such a good recipe we made them and it tasted just like like lynn gardens pakoras i loved it what did you think yeah they were pretty good for homemade and your first try too so we made chicken wings for the first time from scratch and i think they turned out really well what do you think yeah i really liked them i wish we had more (laughs) we got this package from costco and it was like 53 wings i think yeah about that yeah like 53 wings and there's four of us eating and we decided we wanted to do them like really well so we fried them no we like covered them in flour and cornstarch right yeah i made like a mixture mm-hmm. and then we fried every single one of them and then we had an array of sauces we had like buffalo we had this honey sriracha sauce which honestly was probably one of my favorites Shout out to you. Yeah, you didn't want to try that at first. I didn't. It's really good. I was really against sweet wings. No, it's so good. Oh my gosh. VH makes this very good sauce. It's called honey sriracha sauce. And it's really good as a dipping sauce for like spring rolls. But it was amazing on these chicken wings. I also really want to try hot honey. Ooh, yeah. We should pick some up. Where do we get hot honey? There's some small businesses that sell. Awesome. I want to try it. Yeah. But you and dad thought that it was too many wings. And it actually ended up not being enough. I know. I was surprised too. Like typically when you get wings from outside, you get a pound of wings. And it's usually nine or ten wings. And you're pretty full. Like, yeah, per person. But then I guess you forget that like you order fries with it. Or like sometimes you're eating other things alongside it. Oh, because we didn't do any sides. Yeah, we just did wings. And I think we did veggies and dip. Yeah, veggies and dip. But... No, like, other carbs. It was, like, protein and veggies. It was up protein and veggies, yeah. yeah. And, but yeah, you're right. We were hungry afterwards. They were so very good. good. Very good. I, I really want to do them again. Yeah, we should. You've been doing a lot of baking. Yeah. I made some cookies, and they didn't mean to t- be, like, loving copycat cookies, but they <laughs> ended up being that way. But I'm not complaining. They're actually very good. They were delicious. I really loved how, like, big they were. They are very tall. That's what it was. Not, like large but very tall mm-hmm. i love when they're like big and like chunky they're so soft and buttery oh my god there's so much butter in them and they <laughs> look so pretty in our new cake stand yeah the aesthetic love it so as always we're gonna end off our episode with our brown girl feature of the week yes and so this week's brown girl feature of the week is sana jaffrey She's a unbelievably talented artist based in Toronto. She experiments with traditional and graphic mediums and free-flowing art. A lot of her artwork is inspired by like South Asian culture, vintage hip-hop, and stuff like that. And she recently came out with a 2021 calendar, which has the most beautiful Urdu topography and monthly positive affirmations on them. It's really, really cool. And it's very unique, too. I haven't seen a calendar like this before. 
So I really wanted to share her artwork, want to spread the word about her. Um, you can check her out on Instagram and she has her calendar for sale on her website. I think it's a limited drop, so if anyone's interested, they should definitely go check it out. I've actually known Sana since high school, and I'm so happy to see her thriving as an artist. I love it. That's amazing, so everyone should check her out. She support a small business. And support a brown girl artist. Yeah. We love it. Um, speaking of brown girl feature, it's one of our favorite segments. And for our listeners, if you know any brown girls that we should feature on our podcast, we have an email. Theambiguouspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to submit anything, submit any people who you think we should feature feature yeah uh we'd love to hear it so send us an email or if you have any comments questions thoughts topics you want us to talk about literally anything or just to say hi we'd love it yeah we'd love that so definitely connect with us subscribe if you can rate us on all the platforms you can find us everywhere we're on spotify apple Podcasts, pocket Casts, everything really and we just really want to connect with everyone So thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.